story so bold as wolves in the snow Accompanied by strange sights A fairy tale so old Hand in hand through the coldest of nights Now the lights are coming through The horizon laughs at you As you wipe your tears from my cheek And as the laughter fades It makes room for heartache Your crossroads it ain't mine, darling, it's time Welcome to Sims Radio today. Uh, that track was Gravity Circus, Room for Heartache. Uh, Gravity Circus kindly sent me a message saying, uh, Hello, Sims Radio, could you play this track for us? Um, we'd be more than honoured, actually. Please consider this for your radio station. That's what they actually uh, kindly said to us. And, yeah, we said, please, yeah, we'd be delighted to. So, a uh, very warm welcome uh, to you, to, to Sims Radio. Um, to St. Mary students and staff and uh, people around the world, wherever you are. I've actually been looking at the, the stats uh, for the people that we are uh, reaching. And we are apparently reaching as far as Myanmar. I mean, okay. Uh, or it might be the case that uh, some people are using um, VPNs uh, to access the, the service. So that's why... There are just a couple of weird random IP addresses coming up. So um, wherever you are listening to us and whatever you're doing, uh, very warm welcome. So uh, this is going to be, uh, I promise, uh, not like the 
the actual uh, 56 minutes that it was last time. Uh, this is actually going to be a very nice, uh, short and very sweet broadcast. Now, um, I was meant to broadcast last week, and I'm terribly sorry about this, but I think just things uh, just got in the way, as, as they usually do. When you're um, at home and you've got a lot of million things, uh, you've got a lot of things to do. So, um, right, if there, a few things. Uh, first of all, um, before we um, before we crack on with the main part of the show. Uh, right. So we are going to stop broadcasting uh, ideally from next month, and this is because the university itself, in terms of the societies is going to wind down but what that you know what that potentially will mean is that uh later this month i will be um letting you know where i am going to be uh putting my new broadcast in case you decide hey i want to i want to do the you know I'd like to listen to you a bit further past that that's absolutely fine it will be the case where i upload maybe two broadcasts okay and then i replace them or whatever it is okay just to try and uh keep things uh low in terms of cost uh the second um and then we will be looking at um seeing um what will happen for uh the new academic year which will be quite interesting i'm sure the second thing is i think for students there has been a communique that has gone out to staff uh, at the university and uh, I'm also staff as well as being a student um, that uh, the university for the time being is still closed so irrespective of whether you know that procedures have changed and they're saying well you know technically people should be going to work um, it's only for essential staff at the moment uh, so um, library still closed uh, lectures are being done online increasingly so yeah now there was actually an interesting debate about that actually and I'd like your opinion okay well this is this is coming up right so there has been a petition going out um, which has attracted over 330,000 signatures and it's really asking whether you um, would you know in essence, should students still have to pay the full £9,250 a year for their university degree when things are being taught online? I will leave you to uh, send me. It would be great for you to send me an email. The social media, yes, it's on my list of things to do. Um, but at the moment, really, I'd like you to send me an email. Simsradio at gmail.com. Um, please let me know what you think. Should we still be paying £9,250 per year for a university degree when it's only online? I, mean, I suppose if we're going to play devil's advocate, you would say, well, mm, well, there's, there's two things. Okay, let, let me put both sides that I'm thinking. Okay, I'm not, I'm not taking a side on this one, and that's because I'm going to be graduating in a couple months. Um... If we're favouring the universities, they're going to say, well, uh, we are providing a service. We are providing an online um, teaching. Uh, we are providing online resources. You're still getting the degree in essence. 
so why not? Um, we all have to, we, you know, we're, we're business as well. We have to make money. Um, we have to, um, you know, we, we, otherwise if we don't, we are closing and you won't have a university. Uh, then on the other side, okay, we're saying, well, you're not providing all the stuff that you're advertising, which is things like the library, the student experience, um, you know, the all the things that you could be providing. You're not really providing it. So like the face-to-face -face teaching, the lectures, all those, all you know, all that jazz. You know, so why should we have to pay for it? Should be pro rata or whatever it is. So uh, it's a difficult one because the reason I think mainly the, the degrees going up in price was um, because uh, the, the government is not directly funding universities. They're expecting students to do that. But the upshot really actually, when you really do look at it, is that the government is funding universities because... In effect, what's happening is that student can't pay £9,250, which, you know, most most students, I'm trying to think who can actually whip out, hey, look at me, I've got my MasterCard, I will I will pay £9,250. I, I don't see that actually happening for many students. Okay, so they actually then say, right, they go to the government, they say, right, um, the government said, oh, yes, well, you know, we would like you to have your first degree, you know, um, you borrow a loan for us at seriously extortionate rates. Um, well, almost, I think it's about 66% as it goes up year in year. So, yeah, okay. Um, and then um, you, so the government's borrowing that. Where are they borrowing that off? Well, the taxpayer, which then in turn borrows it off the national debt and, you know, whoever it is, um, you know. Again, I didn't study world economics, but if I did, I'm sure you'd be falling asleep by now if I explained it. So, um, great. So then the, the student then goes for a massive experience, you know, some get drunk, inebriated, you know, have fun, da-da-da. They get their degree, in essence, okay? And I think the problem is with, um, with that is that, yeah, that they get the degree, that's fantastic, but some don't pay off the degree. So in effect, after 30 years, which is the case in this country, after 30 years, your debt gets written off. And they don't, they don't write it off. So in other words, it still goes on the national debt. So my point is that you're still funding, you're still funding universities. You're just funding it putting the onus the the little you know the sign on the dotted line sign your life away on the student rather than on the universities themselves so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a situation i mean again some high earners you know great that you can actually just pay for it yourself you can whip out a checkbook and pay for it i think that's amazing there are some uh, one or two friends that I knew uh, at no university. They um, they actually managed to just uh, not have the you know say right we are going to try and not get a student loan, which I think is quite bold 
but it's a double stand it's a not a double standard but it's a there there is a two-edged sword really really in essence you're thinking right well you know the family has it they can pay for it that's fine okay you know they're paying for the student's degree fantastic brilliant amazing you know swell but then when you need maybe need that money in the future that's when you think mm, on essence maybe i should have taken out student loan and then pay for it it's a hard one it really is a hard one what i think is technically silly about the system is the interest rates that just keep going up and up and up so in essence uh there's actually a, um an article by martin lewis at moneysavingexpert.com who in essence says that most students well a lot of students actually don't effectively pay back the university degree so then my point is what is the point of charging 9250 pounds when a lot of students don't pay that money back okay anyway weird <laughs> So um, let me know, um, send me an email, simsradio at gmail.com and let me know whether students should actually pay £9,250 um, for attending virtual lectures. I mean, I think on the upshot you could say, well, can I do an open university course? Mm, yeah, you're right, you could do an open university course. Uh, some students are actually deferring um, for a year, which... I think it depends on how you know how you feel about it if you feel that you could and this is uh, an advice from student to potential student if you find that you you know you might want to do something like gain volunteering experience and do something and wait and then next year have the full you know student experience then you know fine I suppose you could do that so you might want to look at saying right mm, well there's those GCSEs or as A-levels or those things that I wanted to do, you know, maybe getting a driving license, whatever it is, you know, getting those bits sorted out before you go to university, then maybe, yeah, it might be a good idea actually for you to um, to actually defer a year and just say to university, actually, I'm deferring a year, which is, which is okay. That That's not, not a bad thing, so long as you use it productively. And then you can look more into the field, you know, there's a lot of online communities. I know the teaching, the teaching community, teaching is actually quite very, it's very fashionable for a salary that where, you know, teachers are, um, you know, and I know I'm I'm a qualified qualified teacher that actually work all the hours that God gives. Yeah, it's a very fashionable profession nowadays. Can't think why. Anyway, interesting. So, um, yeah. So for the moment, this is what it is uh, again you're more than welcome to find the petition online I, I I'm not sure of the link it sadly does not affect me so I I'm not eligible to sign for it and I don't have an opinion I think there's I'm pushing both ways here so the next thing is really um, for those members that are listening when are we going to meet again I hope we meet again very soon <laughs> this is getting so tedious so um, we are looking to do that. Uh, I'm even looking as far as sort of July. Uh, so if July actually we, I'm I'm putting together um, something so that we can really you know, cork off the end of this year with some nice lemonade and have a bit of fun, you know, and at least hopefully a toast the end of the lockdown and b I think toast the end of uh, of the year, 
and really to look at what we can do for next year which sadly I won't be here but uh, luckily our wonderful Aslan is actually joining uh, he'll be he'll be managing the society taking the helm so I'm I'm really proud and pleased that he is doing that it makes me really feel you know I'm I'm really proud of Aslan so there's a lot to say otherwise um yeah uh so we're here at the moment um the I don't know if you've heard the speech in um in England I was listening to it yesterday and um I'm trying not to be critical okay I'm trying not to be critical there there were some good things and there were some bad things okay well not so good things uh, I think the bad thing is that the lockdown is still continuing okay we've established that let's move on right uh, the good thing is that really um, they're good things okay so I'm going to try and draw out I'm going to do the teacher's perspective and draw out you know the the best the things that were good okay the things that were good and and I'm going to first of all say this before I say those things I do not affiliate myself to any political party so uh, am I a Labour person no am I a Conservative person no I am not affiliated with any political party just to point that out I don't believe in political parties I believe in causes so um well with the the good things were that uh we had actually there was a roadmap of sorts telling us you know when are we expecting things to happen uh I see things actually I I'm I'm predicting and don't don't quote me on this okay I'm predicting that things will will get back to sorts normal in um, September so we might we might be able to go back in September actually to fair normality obviously that depends on how how this plays out so I'm basing that on how they are drawing out the their, their timeline okay um, so there was a sort of timeline lockdown, which I think I I was sort of advocating for. I think it was a, a great thing. You know, we needed to have this timeline. We need people need to know what the 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 plan was to to move forwards. Businesses need to know what it is to to move forwards. Um. So therefore, I was actually very pleased to to see this lockdown. You know, I, I this lockdown plan coming up. And actually, you know, what what's going on, really? You know, what do we need to, you know, look at? And, you know, I'm still, in a way, it's good. He's saying, yeah, we're over the, the uh, we're over the, the peak. We're over, you know, certain things. So, in essence, I think, you know, that's this, we need to hear that. That's actually something quite, you know, quite reassuring and quite nice. So, I'm, I'm keen on, on, you know, that. That is great. The bit that I think left me questions are, and I'm going to leave you to actually look at it yourself and bring up your own questions. So, um, right, what's the situation if, uh, you know, you have to, most Londoners, uh, so uh, most Londoners, I'm going to be bold and say most Londoners don't have a car. So if they need to get to work and they can't use public transport, and they don't have a car and they don't have a bike what they're going to do i guess the only way is to use public transport which okay fair enough you could stagger working times da 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 
And the second thing is, if you, you know, you're saying traveling around to, to maybe, you know, Brecon Beacons or whatever, in, in fact, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland are completely different. So, um, right. Uh, so what it means, let's say, if someone wanted to go and see their family that was on the other side of London, how does that work? You know, even at with sensible spacing, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, you know, I, it's more confusing, so it raises more questions than answers. Um, the National Education Union are actually uh, are actually quite. Um, there are a few issues there. They're not cons they're not really convinced that the 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 actual reopening of schools by the first of June is actually you know good. It's conducive. There are there are a few issues. So. I think in a way it raises, those are some of the issues, and I'm going to have a small music break now um, with Otis McDonald, uh, not for nothing, um, but I think, you know, it, it raises more questions than answers, and I'm awaiting a free 50-page document, and yes, I've, I'm going to have to find the time to <laughs> to actually uh, do this. Um, and write, you know, actually read this document and find out what's going on. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's an interesting thing. It, I'm hoping to bring up more questions, uh, you know, more answers to questions uh, following my interpretation. That might be next week. But I think for the moment, it's a difficult one. It really is a difficult situation. So small music break now. I'm going to leave you with Otis McDonald, not. For nothing. So that was Otis McDonald with Not On Nothing. So that was actually really interesting. Well, it was quite flashy. I, I, I enjoyed that, actually. It was That was very good. So 
definitely definitely um worth having a check at the that um speech and i think you know the the document so i'll be outlining i think some of what the the government document says in the next show it certainly be interesting but i'm going to try and do like common questions that i think you and i would have uh you know as ordinary citizens what does this mean we don't really know what this means so um this is actually rock angel by joaquin Carud. okay and that i'm going to put it on the um, on the background so that's quite nice uh but i think this is really it uh for a show uh so i will in i think in the next uh, week we will find out a bit more about what's what's actually happening uh, we will also find out um, m more about um, my show. Ooh. So uh, I will give you a little, little taster, actually, a little cheat, cheat taster thing. It is called um, Deep into the Unknown. Uh, so that 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 will be that will be the name of the show. And um, yeah, coming up will be the SoundCloud link and everything. Ooh, exciting! Very exciting. But yes, until then. Take good care of yourselves and your families. Uh, and yeah, uh, for Catholics out there, as our university is Catholic, uh, May is the month of the rosary. If you haven't caught up yet, you still got time to pray the rosary every day. It's worth it. It certainly is quite meditative. Think about all those people that, you know, maybe that really need uh, prayer, like NHS workers, um, postmen, um you know, cleaners, hosp um, supermarket people. There's all sorts of people that we can thank. Um, and it's definitely Thursday evening, of course. So until then, um, take special care of yourselves and your family. This is a production for St. Mary's University. All tracks on here are copyright free and where possible permission has been given. So this is Gravity Circus that has given permission for us to play the track. The rest are copyright free. This is a production for St. Mary's University College in Twickenham.